Hey, Theo bros and Theo sisters. I want to invite you to the Hand to the Plow Conference in Princeton, Illinois, July 22nd through the 24th at Princeton Bible Church. The Hand of the Plow Conference is a gathering of like-minded believers for the purpose of growing in faithfulness through the expositional preaching of God's Word and fellowship. Join Dr. Dustin Benj, Dr. Jason Allegood, Pastor Chuck Lambert, Pastor Curtis O'Dell, and myself on those dates to talk about the subject of Christ's sufficiency and the call to faithfulness. Well, I am excited to welcome on a new friend of the show, Jake Bond. He is a singer-songwriter for Thief to King and worship leader for Capital Community Church in Raleigh, North Carolina. Jake, how are you on this fine Memorial Day? Man, I am much better than what I deserve, for sure. But uh, it is just a joy um, to get connected with your brother and to be a part of this. Um, Overall, doing great, though, uh, outside of having COVID this last week and family's been going through it. But overall, man, it's a it's a joy to be here, brother. You pushed through it. You got the fluids in your body just for this moment. It's all been leading. Your entire career, Jake, has been leading up to this. <laughs> oh, man. This podcast. The... It's, it, it's culminated. <laughs> this is the climax. doesn't get any better than this. Man, the mountain peak. What a, what a joy. I've got... Just connected to my iPhone through some headphones, and man, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome that you're living the life. Hey, you will be on plenty more times, trust me. Um, you'll be one of our recurring guests. Um, you're about to have another kid, like today, aren't you? Yeah, any any day now. Um, as of tomorrow, my wife will be 38 weeks pregnant, and uh, we have a little boy on the way, so we are thrilled, and I know she is ready to go. <laughs> yes. As, as my wife heard a thousand times, she's probably ready to pop. <laughs> yep. Yep. She is. <laughs> and she loves, I'm sure your wife loves to hear that too. Just you're ready to pop. <laughs> looks like, looks like you're ready to pop. So, yep. Yep. That is well, accurate statement there. <laughs> Jake has some really powerful, theologically dense music on iTunes. I want to get his name out. I want to get his stuff out um, for all of my listeners I want to just flood the Twitter sphere with good, reformed, uh, theologically sound men like yourself. Um, you are on iTunes, you're on Spotify, YouTube, Amazon, Tidal. All you have to do is search Thief to King, and this dude will bless your socks off. We went to Wisconsin uh, last week, and my wife and I had the joy of listening to some of your music and it was great. Um, so it's good to have you in the Theo bros corner. Um, we have some crazy cool connections, Jake, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do indeed. It is insane. Just the providence of the Lord and, uh, bringing us together now after, uh, kind of briefly past each other, I think without really knowing, um, over the last oh, five, six years, <laughs> I felt it. I sensed it. So for for anyone that I mean, every no one knows this. This is this is uh, breaking news. I break a lot of news on this podcast. I broke the news of, of uh, Gabriel Hughes. He's got some elongated ass coming out um, that he's excited about. Some what what uh, 
when we understand the tech stuff. I broke that news. Now I'm breaking this news that you came <laughs> through my hometown, Princeton, Illinois, around 2016 with a band called Adelaide. And yeah. you, you played at a youth center that I happen to be at. <laughs> yeah, amazing? it is. It, it is, man. And, you know, what's crazy is back in 2016, that was actually the very first stop on our very first tour. Um, I played guitar for the band Adelaide. And the first major tour we did, it was actually a two-week run. And we did 13 shows in 14 days and I think two or three radio interviews throughout that time and it spanned really we started in Illinois went up to Wisconsin Michigan um, over through Ohio and then ended the tour in Missouri so yeah it was, it was crazy man you ended the tour in the state of misery yeah uh, yeah that's <laughs> what we call it up in Illinois um, yeah what did you think of as you think back you know and, and you just access the recesses of your mind when you think of princeton illinois you think of greatness right it's just mind-blowing <laughs> yeah you know what's interesting is when we played at second story um over there i know through talking to jeff van autrieve who started that the whole reason he started it was essentially because of a very high suicide rate um, throughout the schools there. And, you know, literally every kid you talk to there, when you go through this um, kind of youth program, they've all been affected by suicide in some way. And just talking to them, whether it be their uncle or someone they knew in their class. So really um, Princeton is an interesting town. I think Jeff originally called it the, suicide capital of illinois which is not is. a funny thing but um yeah but uh it was a joy just to serve um just the town i know we played i think we played there three or four times we went back every year 2016 17 18 and 19 um just to minister to that place so yeah it's it's very interesting going there are there, but uh, there are like 20 some churches here yeah. So it's of a town, 7,000. It actually was a town that was originally uh, settled by Puritans from Boston. Really? Um, yeah, from descendants of Puritans. So, um, yeah, and it is a uh, it is a spiritually dark place. I think mm -hmm. I had six or seven of, when I was going through high school here, six or seven that committed suicide. Um, and so it was a, we have the most, we had the most suicides per capita. Um, in our area, in all of the United States. So I'm glad you came. I'm glad that uh, I'm, I'm sure that um, when you were in my presence, you felt just uh, just a buzz, some sort of um, connection, magnetism. Um, that's just how I roll. So, <laughs> Man, no, it, it was, I think it was the reformed connection because I'm sure as you was. probably suspect, there are very, very few uh, reformed guys and gals in the, in the Christian music industry period. So, um, yep. yeah, so it's, it's one of those things you just kind of know. <laughs> it was your beard or it was my beard. Probably. I don't know if you had <laughs> yeah, uh, I did. So, I did. <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, tell me a little bit about your journey as a musician, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I have a pretty extensive and weird kind of journey through music. Um, 
but it's just been awesome, just the providence of God through this whole thing. But um, I started playing uh, guitar when I was 12 years old. Uh, my dad had an acoustic guitar, and really that summer, um, he would go to work, and I would go sneak the guitar out of his closet, and I would play it during the day while he was at work, and I started teaching myself how to play guitar. Um, so that's kind of where it all started. I played trumpet uh, in band all the way through high school. Um, got an electric guitar when I was 13. And really, probably for me, the biggest driving force was once I started, I knew I wanted to write music. And that was, I didn't spend a whole lot of time like learning other riffs and guitar player stuff. I just wanted to write my own stuff. And so that has been the driving force behind it all. Um, after graduating high school, I joined a band, um, a Christian band, and started doing some regional touring. Through that tour, we played at a youth camp, and the speaker for the week was in the process of planting a church, and we got to know each other through that week and ended up uh, asking me if I would be interested in coming on as their worship leader, and so I did a couple interviews with them and started that in 2010 and led worship at that church from 2010 all the way through 2016. And I worked part-time for the most part. So through that time, I worked part-time at the church and part-time at a recording studio. And so I did that really 20, 2010 through 2016. I uh, worked at both of those. And through that recording process, um, there was a solo artist named Adelaide that came through and recorded a record and I did guitars for the record and managed the project. And after that was all said and done, I said, Hey, if you guys are looking to play out live or anything like that, I'd love to play guitar with you some. And I know a couple guys that would probably be interested in playing. And that band was Adelaide and it really took off from there. Um, we had a lot of radio success and a lot of touring success and our second record actually had a billboard charting song and it, that kind of took off way more than any of us ever expected. But in 2016, uh, beginning of the year, I kind of knew I wanted to pursue Adelaide a little bit more um, full time. So I stepped down from the church and hit the road, man. And it is not by any means a glamorous life, but on our first tour, um, a couple of awesome things happen, happened. One, I met you, Maybe <laughs> we were at our first, our first major tour show. And two, um, when we were going through Ohio, that's when I actually met uh, my wife. So hmm. God has been very good and gracious. And, and we got married and ended up getting married in 2018. And uh, 2019 was my last tour season. From there, we moved to North Carolina. Uh, I started my own business here, uh, music production and recording uh, various artists and then also working uh, doing a lot of music for film and stuff like that so um, that is roundabout kind of my journey in music over the last well really since I was 12 so here yes. I am now yes uh, that's a cool story um, yeah you have been everywhere my friend how did you get connected <laughs> to Grant Castleberry man I I love this story so Ever since I stepped down from the church in 2016, I've always had a big passion for um, serving the local church and music ministry and, you know, touring in the band, you know, especially when you're gone 
virtually every weekend. Um, it's really hard to do that. But once we were done, my wife and I, we started praying about that. And I believe it was back in February of last year. That is when Vody Bauckham um, had his heart uh, trouble. And on Twitter, there was a hashtag going around that was praying for Vody from, and then people would put the city that they were praying for him from. And my wife and I, we um, are not too far from Raleigh. And I was just following this hashtag, and I see this guy named Grant Castleberry post praying for Vody from Raleigh. And so that prompted me to click on his profile. I saw he had retweeted some guys like John MacArthur and stuff. I then saw he was a pastor of a church, clicked on the church website, and turns out they were in the process of hiring a music ministry director. And uh, I clicked on it, thought it would be a good fit. I sent an application, and uh, here I am today. I started uh, June of last year, so I'm coming up on a year at the church full time. So that's wonderful, man. You uh, you're blessed. You have a just a wonderful preacher, a wonderful uh, just a, a shepherd. Grant oh, Grant yeah. has a shepherd's heart, and I, I think he's currently working on a book on Martin Lloyd Jones. I met him once. Actually, it was on the way to the bathroom at a, <laughs> at a, a, a gospel and wokeness conference, and so we were like kind of trying to talk to each other, but both trying to like leave at the same time. It was great. It was a great moment. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I. I'm so glad that you're there and, and you're serving alongside him. Jake, you have an EP that came out in 2021 called Oh Great High Priest. Everyone needs to go check it out. It's a banger of an album. Um, your voice is very raw. It's unique. Um, do you have any new music on the horizon? Yeah, I do, actually. Um, I've been writing for a long time. Um, oh Great High Priest, I released six songs on that EP, and probably had about 20 songs that I had written that I was really considering for that one. Um, anyways, moving forward from there, the bulk of this song uh, EP has just been from the Psalms. Honestly, um, pretty well every morning I go through a Psalm. I read it along with um, Spurgeon's Treasury of David. Hmm. And so the bulk of this record um, has just been, uh, my writings from that and another big helper has been um, Scottish metrical Psalter. <laughs> so, mm. um, cause I, I think one of the things that's been so neglected um, among the church has been actually singing the Psalms. Yes. And there's been, there's been a lot of guys here recently that are putting those to music. Um, one of the guys I've been listening to a ton puts out such cool music is Brian Sauvey. Um, he's really kind of leading a lot of the charge in that. So, uh, big shout out to Brian. Um, yeah, I need to have him on this show sometime, but he's got some cool stuff coming. He mm -hmm. just, he's literally recording, um, the Westminster catechism to song right now. So, wow. um, that's pretty sick, but I do have, do have a new EP that I'm actively recording right now. Right. So, okay. Now, you're going to play a new song for us. Is that right? I am. I am. Um, that could be a bold move. Um, I think for a, a setting like this on a podcast, it's always a good gauge of um, to get something like this out there to see if people uh, 
enjoy it or not. <laughs> I'll know kind of what trajectory to take. I think recording. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we will not tell you if it's bad. So just to let you know, <laughs> like, I'm not going to just uh, tell you it's bad. So you're not going to be able to get any feedback <laughs> from me. That's worthwhile. Um, so what's, tell us about the song. Yeah. So as I mentioned, um, the bulk of this EP that I'm writing has come just from my time studying the Psalms. And this one actually comes uh, from Psalm 46. Uh, and it's just called Come Behold. And the bulk of it is pretty well word word for word. Um, Psalm 46. I do have kind of a chorus that I've taken various lines from the Psalm and put together. But um, I think if you follow along, uh, you'll see that it is pretty close to the text. So I know that's it's a very hard thing to do uh, with our English translations is getting things to rhyme or um, be sung to meter. But thankfully, we have things like the Scottish Metrical Psalter that uh, helps with a lot of that. So, um, but yeah, the bulk of this one is from uh, Psalm 46. Come behold the wondrous works of the Lord who reigns on high. Oh, be still and know that he is God, our fortress he will be. God is our refuge and our strength, the very present aid. Therefore, although the earth gives way, we will not be afraid. The mountains move into the sea, the waters rage and fall. Although the hills may quake and fall, our hope is in the Lord. Come behold the wondrous words of the Lord who reigns on high. Oh, be still and know that he is God, our fortress he And kingdoms move, their plotting is in vain. They all shall tremble at the voice of God above who reigns. Great desolation to the earth turns the horse to peace. He breaks the bow and shatters spear, all chariots to see. Come behold the wondrous words of the Lord who reigns on high. Oh, be still and know that he is God, our fortress he shall be. All the glory to his name, oh, exalted he shall be. Oh, be still and know that he is God, our fortress he will be. Chris Williams, welcome to this humble little podcast, my friend. Glad to be y'all, man. Thanks for having me. What a blessing. I had this idea to put together kind of a talent show to highlight some faithful, godly musicians. I posted that on Twitter, and your name came up almost immediately. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, almost immediately. They were like, hey, what about K-Dub Drew? 
And so I've, I've watched your ministry through the years. And so I was excited to have you on and talk with you, chat with you a bit. Um, you are what we call in the biz, a Renaissance man. You do it all. You are, our, yeah. you are a street preacher. You're an evangelist. You're an apologist. You're an, you're a musician. You're an accomplished YouTuber. Um, and by coming on the show, you are officially joining the army of Theo Theo sisters out there who stand firm on the, the on the sufficiency of Scripture and the inerrancy of Scripture. Are you okay with that, man? I'm good with it. Welcome. I'm I'm glad to be joining the club of the the like-minded fellow Theo bros and Theo sis. Thank you for having <laughs> me, y'all. <laughs> hey, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. I I want your name out there. I want my audience to to find all of your stuff. Chris can be found on Twitter as at kwtrue. That's T-R-U. You can find him on YouTube under the same name. His apologetics ministry is called All Things Theology. Mm-hmm. His YouTube channel, by the way, is getting close to a million views. So Crazy. what are you going to do to celebrate that huge milestone? Uh, probably go out to eat with my wife. <laughs> there she's, you uh, go. <laughs> she has been the backbone of support in my ministry when I was getting... 30 views on videos and I thought I was, you know, to me, I, you know, I've never in my million years would have thought I would have given funny enough getting near a million views. You like are, that. man. Yeah. You're like, yeah, man. You're, you're getting there. You're getting real close. Yeah. I was thinking, all right, go out to Olive Garden, you know, for some real <laughs> authentic Italian food. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the you know when you when you think of Italian, you think of Olive Garden, right? Hey, when you're there, you are family. <laughs> That's um, right. Maybe you could do like a cartwheel or something. Do a yeah. bakery, do a cartwheel, or drink a gallon of milk. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to do something uh, silly, you know, or you know, just to say, hey, thank you all for watching, man. I, I, know, I yeah, I seriously do, man. Every everyone who's I tell people, hey, this isn't this isn't just me. Like it's it's all of us. Like, and I I, I truly mean that because. You know, it's it. You you know it just as well as I do today, man. Anytime you could have somebody who's on on point biblically, you're united in the fundamentals, man. You're it's like you celebrate them as well, like because they're they are presenting and promoting the same truths you are, and that's that's what I care about, you know. Uh, and and those who are like minded, I'm willing to push them as far as uh, their content because it's it's not all about me. There's so many good content creators that are making good content that I don't even touch on and and they need to be listened to as well. So, man, I appreciate it. Amen. Yeah. We're just, yeah, we're just passing each other along. Um, We are striving side by side for the faith of the gospel as Philippians says. So it is no trouble for me to have you on here. And um, you deal with a host of topics on that channel on YouTube. So I encourage all my listeners head over to it. If you have questions about the Christian faith, Chris has probably dealt with it. He has a uh, Patreon account as well that you can support his work and unlock all kinds of extra stuff. So Chris, am I missing anything? Man, that's a, uh, that's much of me. Uh, I, I gotta say these because these are some two of my, well, one's my greatest accomplishment. And the two I'm just, I'm, I'm part of uh, that. I definitely encourage others. Uh, I'm happily married, been married to my wife for uh, just seven years. Last month we, we, we passed. So I'm, I'm, Man, uh, growing up, I would have never thought that been the case. Uh, <laughs> just, just coming from my unregenerate state, you know, you know how it is. And so, blessed to be married uh, to my lovely wife, who is my uh, greatest supporter, and I, I appreciate my wife. And two, I'm a part of a good local church, uh, Heritage Grace Community Church, 
in Frisco, Texas, pastored by uh, head pastor, lead pastor, uh, Emilio Ramos. And so uh, grateful to be in a solid church, man, been in that church for eight, nine years now. And so uh, just blessed to be serving amongst uh, good, other good brethren as well. Well, amen. Amen. Yeah, he he's a content creator, too, isn't he? Yeah, he has his own ministry, uh, Red Grace Media. That's right. And so, uh, yeah, um, great, great brother. I, I there's so much I could say about Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen you post some of his his sermon clips That's on right. All Matters Theology. And, and so, yeah, if you if you can do a little search, Emilia Ramos, you will mm-hmm. find some incredible stuff out there from mm-hmm. him too. Well, I'd love to to hear about how you got to where you are today, Chris. Why yeah. theology, po- apologetics, and music? You are a Renaissance man. You do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear your story. Um, yeah, when I first got converted, I uh, just, I don't know, I just I just wanted to serve the Lord. And so uh, music came first. I, I didn't know anybody was making Christian rap, really, uh, to be honest with you. I just I had never rapped before. And maybe it was my youthful zeal and, <laughs> uh, you know, raw. Uh, I, I don't know if I want to call it skill because it wasn't that good initially. But I wanted to just I, it was just a heart of zeal to serve the Lord and do something. And so that's kind of where the music stemmed. And then I found there was this whole world of it going on and um, but then naturally, you know, when you're doing something for the Lord, there comes objections and objectors. And I started running into, uh, you know, uh, atheist and, and and man, that kind of just like, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't know how to deal with that because most of the objections I dealt with was just bad doctrine. Right. Dealing with like I come I came out of the word of faith and I, I left the word of faith movement. And that's kind of what was my apologetics. And then. Like I said, naturally, just you, you stem off to other things as well. And so that started, started getting a presupposition apologetics. And then I run into my pastor, uh, you know, now and, and he's doing open air preaching. And I, I fell in love with just sharing the gospel out on the streets and just, man, it, it a lot of it came. It felt like in <laughs> like I said, you see all these buckets I'm in. It's it was it was just an, for me, just something organic and natural in my life that was taking mm-hmm. place not just that I was out seeking it out. It just, just wanted me to serve the Lord and uh, serve other, other brothers. You know, I started doing Christian content because not because I felt like it was me or Christianity goes by the wayside, but I just wanted to encourage people with things I was learning. And to me, it was such a blessing. And so what people see in my content is usually things I'm, I'm learning, uh, things I'm, I'm ex- uh, experiencing a lot, you know, maybe, maybe with false doctrine, I'm seeing a lot of these claims and stuff like that, or, or just want to encourage people. So that's a lot of where my content and yeah, mm. stuff comes from just, just life. <laughs> right. You're just, you were motivated by reaching people with the gospel. And right. that's what I, I just so appreciate yeah. uh, about you is, is you have been, it, it's so easy when you're confronted with false teaching or with atheism or even the, you know, black Hebrew Israelites, you know, mm-hmm. it's so easy to just say, ignore it. I'm just going to move on. I've right. got other stuff I want to deal with. Um, but you don't want to do that. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, you know, if I say I love my brother, right. My fellow, uh, you know, person created in the image of God. If I say I love that person, I mean, I, I, I would, I would argue scripture, uh, so tells us to give an answer, not only give an answer, be ready to give that answer, mm-hmm. you know, for when that opportunity comes. And so absolutely, man, I, I, man, the zeal in me from my, from my young Christian days are still there as far as, um, mm-hmm. man, just, 
hopefully I've matured in how I've given those answers. But, um, you know, my zeal to present truth to 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 uh, lost dying souls, man, I, I'm thankful that I haven't experienced uh, some of what other people have claimed, you know, where they they just don't want to present these truth claims to me. I'm like, man, I I I don't know. I'll go crazy if I don't, you know, but my, my wife will be, you know, passing some Mormons. I'm like, can we pull over? <laughs> like, I'm like, Hey, I'll, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's just kind of how I've been, you know, I'll, 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 you know, meet somebody up on Facebook or Twitter. You know, we haven't, Hey, I, I'm all for that. That's just cool. kind of always been instilled in me. Yeah. What was me if I don't preach the gospel, you know, Paul, Amen. Paul said, yeah, man. And- and I, I feel that <laughs> I, I am just so encouraged to hear that from you um, because I can feel at times, really, my zeal dwindle. Mm, you know, yeah. If you don't know my story at all, I went overseas to, to preach the gospel to unreached people groups and through various illnesses and, and things within the family, we had to leave the field. And I remember coming back with so much zeal for evangelism and for discipleship um, and for apologetics. And there can be just through day to day ministry you know, that zeal, that fire can wear off. Yeah. Um, if you, if you're just not around, you know, as you've said, the local church mm-hmm. and the importance of it. And so, um, even just talking with you, I, I'm being encouraged right now. And, um, I am in the process of kind of doing research to write a book on Christian zeal, not because I'm an expert on it, um, but because mm-hmm. I need it personally. And oh, so amen. God's providence and just you, God, you, God brings, in this moment wow. it's just so special yeah um, so why we need the church man for, for <laughs> that's for right ed- edification you know and growth and yeah that's good man that's awesome hey you wrote and directed a music video that went viral called i'm black yeah um what was that experience like for you yeah so people you know people usually don't know or hear or see sometimes the experience you go to writing you know when you do music um that song was really just the I mean, numerous conversations I was having online uh, and in person sometimes, you know, um, of just having conversations with people who, who who think like, oh, well, if you act this way, then you're not really black. Oh, you, you know, you, you have a white mindset or you know, you're, you're promoting white supremacy, you know, things like this. You know, where and so so me, man, my my I, I believe like I, the Lord has gifted me in being an effective communicator when it comes to music. And so. I'm like, man, I want to answer some of these objections to what people think it means to be black. Like, hey, look, and the point of the song is like, man, I don't I don't I don't care if I don't like you. You could be a Democrat, you could be Republican, you could be whatever. Like you're black if you're you know, if that's what your you know, ethnicity is. And so oftentimes there's this worldview that promotes like, hey, if you don't think like this, act like this, talk like this, you know, look like, you know, what, whatever, then you're not really black, you know, and it seems for most people, for many people that being black is more an ideology than it is uh, an ethnicity. And so uh, the song was a little more playful um, than uh, stuff I've done in the past. And so, but I still believe it communicated uh, this helpful truth that I was trying to communicate. Yeah. You, you're listening to music in the video and then you approach a, a, you approach a, you get close to a man who's sitting at a picnic table right. who is trying to figure out, you know, how do I uh, signal just my, my virtue? You know, how, right. do, how do I act? How do I repent towards right. um, the, the black ethnicity for right. just my, my sins? Yeah. Right. And, and then, 
you you're approaching him and he approaches you then he walks up to you to try to atone for his own sins in his own ways and what happens yeah you know he he quickly finds out i'm not you know promoting <laughs> uh you know mainstream media when it comes to uh these issues that he's trying to repent of uh funny enough you 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 bring up the song i was listening to i don't, I don't know many people even know that song i was listening to but it's actually the more serious version of i'm black called uh wakanda um, oh that's I, right. ma I made like uh wow i think like three three years ago at this point but uh yeah that was that song and so i'm listening you know I'll, you know to my own song just like wow i'm enjoying this and you know obviously acting but yeah uh you know he didn't like that you know right so uh i thought mm -hmm. it was a good skit to to portray what 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 i'm actually talking about you know and mm -hmm. the guy ends up you know leaving saying oh you're not really black and, you know I, I i say hey you know is it because i'm black you know or something and that's how this that's how the song starts off so you know <laughs> well it went it went viral yeah, um, yeah, we're pretty, pretty viral. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any any big names sharing that around that you were pretty surprised by? Um, I I think um, man, I think James Lindsay retweet retweeted it. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I I'm not really sure. I'm sure there were, but yeah, uh, yeah. that's definitely Wokanda and I'm black. Um, uh, have the uh, same amount of uh, views and. Mm. Oh, I, I, well, I, I did send it uh, to Timothy Brindle, and he said he was blessed by it. So that <laughs> that means a lot to me. <laughs> yeah, I bet it does. Yes. Well, I I tell you what, and, and I just got talk got done talking with Jake Bond about this. Just your clarity, your discernment has has really rescued so many um, wow. from falling away from the the simplicity of the gospel. And wow. it's truth. Um, and so yeah. I want you to know that and um, that what you are doing has eternal impact, that it is that is pushing us all to to become more clear about the gospel. So um, yeah. thank God you. For that. Thank you, Praise Chris, God. for what you do. Amen. I'm still black, but the uh, movies are straight whack. They gon' want me hang for that. I tell them, tell them, run it back. 
they gon' call me Uncle Tom, maybe they gon' call me Coon, but I'm still staying calm, yo insults it won't do, tell Biden I am black, he was straight, whack for that, and to those who agree black ain't no ideology, I hate slavery, I hate slavery, I hate segregation, love being black homie, I don't even know reparation, we are not all the same, don't have to think the same, cause I got my own brain, my rock a Trump, yeah, heck no, I ain't woke, CRT is a joke, and if you disagree, bring her here, I want all the smoke, all whites aren't racist, everything's not racist, it's sad I have to say this, but put this on your playlist, I hate abortion, it's killing babies, barking, singers, dream, crazy, no, I'm not a white supremacist. I love my wife, she love me. So glad she not a feminist. I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. And just in case you did know, boy, I'm I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. And just in case you didn't know, yeah. I'm black. Yeah, 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 I'm black. In case you didn't know, I'm black, I'm black, I'm black, and just in case you did know, boy, I'm, I'm black, I'm black, I'm black, and just in case you didn't know, y'all. Are you going to unleash some new music for us, too? Yes, uh, there will be new music coming. Um, you know, I, I know we talked about this, but I'll, I'll go and say it. Uh, I, I, It is in the plans soon for people to hear a song. I'm work, I, I finished now, but working on music video uh, to address really what's going on in the culture with abortion. And right. Um, you know, the, 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 the calling what it is, right. The murder of children in the womb. Um, and so I, I'm very passionate about that. Um, you know, I, I, I've kind of been on that. Uh, that's been my my main thing, I think, lately, just a, addressing the abortion issue. And, and so a few months ago, I was like, man, I just need to write write on this issue. And, man, I, I believe when people hear that song, there will be, one, no denial of what's actually happening and taking place in the womb. And two, hopefully it will cause other other Christians to be convicted to address these issues. Right. Um, and 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 to uh, address what's going on in the culture, because I believe it is a, I, the song will be called Womb War. And I believe we are in a war culturally when it comes to that topic. And so uh, but but we need more Christians speaking out and not just uh, letting capitulating to the culture. That's that's what I believe. Yeah. Any woman should have the option to do whatever she wants with her body. Any woman should have the freedom to do whatever she thinks she needs to happen for her child. I don't think only certain situations should be eligible for an abortion. I think all situations should allow for this. Unashamed about the pro-life Yes, I don't think babes deserve the long knife It don't matter if you say, hey, it's the wrong time Not consider human because you say they on the wrong side mm. It's fascinating, the arguments be massacating You being promiscuous, your solution is assassination I'm exasperated, the silliness shows your depravity It's my body, my choice, till it's about the vaccination 
but that's another topic. Babies being murdered, I'm just saying we should stop it. They being ripped limb from limb, from brim to brim, them from them. Now we singing hymns to him. How wicked and disgusting to cause this disruption. Removed by dudes with tubes, ended by suction. So we're supposed to be the apple of your lie. But now they're going to die. They're going to die. Now an infant is getting buried. Yo, the womb was a cemetery. But they ain't getting no obituary. It was for convenience, it wasn't necessary. Could have been adopted, they had options. Wouldn't have cost them, yo, man, they could have stopped it. Stopped it. Yo, man, they could have stopped it. Yo, they could have stopped it. They could have stopped it. Head in the baby that size is about the size of a large plum. Can't see it, but you pretty good idea you've got it if you've got your instrument around something and your fingers are spread about as far as they go. You know you did it right if you crush down on the instrument and white material runs out of the cervix that was the baby's brains. Then you could pull out skull pieces. You have a day like I had a lot of times, sometimes a little face comes back and stares back at you. Congratulations, you just successfully performed a second trimester Dini abortion. You just affirmed her right to choose. What kind of person with their child? What kind of person with their life? What kind of person can you be? To say this child's dead to me Quite literally, flippantly Red stains on white coats is sickening But hope you see the imagery Don't wanna think about it Understand it's vividly Abortion isn't freedom Yo, it's captivity And they don't tell you about the effects of death It's messing with her mind Now it's messing with her health She was fine Now she haven't thought about suicide And now she wanna die It's repercussions and consequences this the pain for a lot of women Yo sister, I can't believe this We literally have arguments to murder a fetus Which is Latin for small child Yo they gone wild Yo the womb is a war now Yo the womb is a war It's a war now Go find Chris on Twitter, on YouTube. Again, um, K-Dub True is his Twitter handle and K-Dub True is his YouTube channel. Um, what a blessing it's been to have you on, my friend. Man, thank you for having me. Any, like I said, anytime, man. I appreciate the conversation with you, brother.